Sarah, do you want to intro the episode for once? Um. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Art and Labor. Um, your number one um, kids on the beat, beat kids for <laughs> Art and Labor practices. Kids uh, on the street. Kids yeah. on the street. Beat kid. <laughs> and uh, I, I am your host, Sarah Crow, here today with OK Fox. That's right. And I'm a special uh, guest. Special guest, OK Fox. And <laughs> um, today we're going to be covering, I think, something that a lot of you didn't tell us to do, but what everybody's like favorite conceptual artist. Everybody's favorite conceptual artist, Nathan Fielder, and <laughs> <laughs> his new show, The Rehearsal. Or as I told OK, make a wish foundation for people on the autism spectrum. <laughs> You're allowed to say that. Yeah, I'm allowed. I'm a half Asperger's American, as I've said before. Um, I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> I, it's it's wonderful. I, Avoided like, the formal diagnosis by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> I I regularly get the targeted ads of like, do the test. Are you? <laughs> so I feel like I'm adjacent. I get um, a lot of targeted ads for like. Um, it's like this YouTube ad that's really specifically like, are you a guy who's overweight and needs shirts that actually fit you? No, that's me, dude. That's me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I had no idea that the cut was the problem this whole time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. You got to throw them off your trail. You gotta yeah, like no, no. start clicking on some random ads. I take I take a lot of pride in fucking up my algorithm yeah, and then like looking gotta. at the the data they've collected on me and it's like a divorcee. Uh, yeah, you're yeah you're a seventeen year old cis man divorcee yeah. or like what well, I don't know like yeah <laughs> what are you immigrant from Belarus oh yeah yeah what are you what are you doing looking at China stuff so much you must be Chinese. <laughs> Like nope, just um, you know, I'm just research. me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the Nathan man, the Nathan man. I've been a huge fan, yeah, for a long, long time. Because, um, long time listeners will know I I am a recovering comedy nerd. Um, so watched his. Uh, Comedy Central show from episode one from the jump. Nice. Pros yeah. I have been I have been an, a Nathan yeah. for you influencer from the start. I was a super late on. I think I didn't start watching it until it was already in its last season. Um, yeah, well, it, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, definitely. It caught on a lot more. I feel like. I mean, uh, it was like after after dumb Starbucks. So yeah, yeah. The late, post late. dump Starbucks, Nathan, it like hit yeah. like a fever pitch. But like the one that got big before that, I was like, not. It was not nearly as big. Or I think there were some other ones that got pretty big. But the other one I'm thinking of is like the fake viral video of like a pig, um, oh, <laughs> getting. Oh god, it's gotta be so good. I can already tell. It's like well, there's even like, like a pig being rescued from like. Like swim, like a pig saved like a dog or something. Like they, like I forgot it. <laughs> but it's just one of those like fucking. Now there's like a million. Now there's like a million of them every single day. Um, yeah. For a while, it would be a, a a huge. Now there's like entire like media projects with like thirty employees whose job it is to make these types of videos. Like the dodo? every single. Yeah, like the dodo oh, yeah. or like uh, a pup pup rates. They're pup, doing I don't uh, know. They're doing animal mashups. They're just throwing a tortoise <laughs> and a fox in a room together and seeing what happens. Yeah, they're just like I'm if, filming it. You know, will you know if 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 you film a little um, like documentary about your pet, like and give us all the footage for free, we'll edit it into a viral video and make a bunch of money on it for this you. This dog is really fucking crusty and old <laughs> and it attacks anyone who gets near it. <laughs> That's the dodo. <laughs> this bird is... Um, smells really bad. Is, 
And it uh, can't speak English or Spanish. <laughs> but kind uh, of both. This bird thinks it's a cat because it was raised <laughs> with cats and makes a meowing sound, but it's a bird. Um, this man fed... Uh, this man had a gopher problem, but then he made the gopher its own garden and the gopher <laughs> lives under a shed. He made the gopher a flowers for Algernon style room sized um, tube maze. <laughs> yeah. But Nathan's was like, yeah, like a, a, yeah. a, a cat saves a pig yeah. from drowning or some shit. And it was like multi-million viral. Um, it's yeah. like I, I remember that one being like the most insane one before dub or like the one that got the farthest maybe maybe i'm wrong about that but that's what i remember i didn't do any research god damn it i'm on a podcast yeah but. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's it's like you know he's playing with with media um and um you know are the generation of people who grew up online Mm-hmm. I think also find a lot of humor in fucking with traditional media. So it makes sense yeah. that it's like become so massively popular. Um, Cause I'm just thinking of like the, the 4chan generation of like, we got the news to put um, our a racist meme on TV or whatever, you know. What? Do you don't remember this? 4chan, like, uh, no, used to troll the news. So they used to, like, try to get stories onto the mainstream news. Um, and it would work. And, and then they would laugh at, like, the lack Ooh. of understanding that the news had about oh, internet stuff. Like, Habo Hotel type. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Extremely racist <clears throat> stuff that they would get the news to post about. And the, or right. then or the Scientology stuff, which was like, you know, morality. It's the only good thing better, they did. But yeah. The that only stuff. Good thing fortune. Yeah. <laughs> was break this church of science. Uh, and, and, or like the guy who threw the cat in the trash. They like found yes. his address <laughs> and <laughs> The one time they actually get behind the guy instead of like just vigilante stuff. Yeah. I mean, instead of like driving a completely unrelated person to suicide. Like yes. They, a lot of that. A lot of like, um, they got the guy we're going to torture a child. Yeah. Um, they got the guy or the cat. whatever. Or like, you know, speaking of autistic people, like, you know, people are talking about like, you know, maybe Nathan is too mean to people. The internet awful to autistic people basically oh, put them yeah, in a database no. and targeted them relentlessly well and i for mean years. nathan um i think that he is able like i mean maybe he's in the same boat as me where it's like strongly relate except not at all yeah, except so still, I still yeah. got into art school or I still was able to get a TV show. I or... still made really good grades in business yeah, school. Yeah, in business school, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just, you know, I'm not that, like, he's way, way smarter than me, but uh, probably also would have done better at art school than me, to be honest. Um, I mean. Because this is the new stuff, the new stuff, guys, the rehearsal, you got to. You gotta, you gotta watch, watch the rehearsal. New stuff. It's good. If you haven't even heard anything about it, or don't watch a trailer. Just go in. It's yeah, like ah. <laughs> uh, but here's what's disappointing, right? Okay, yeah. starting. I'm starting the disappointment train. Yeah. The first episode is a pilot episode that was filmed a year before the rest of the series because of COVID. So. Um, sense the first episode is yeah way better than the second yeah. episode in a I lot of ways uh and um i don't know what the arc of the season is going to be but if if because of covid they just had to do this one project for i i, I think um i think they're gonna have at least one more yeah hopefully uh, i think I, I that sounds that sounds I mean, each right. one of these episodes had to have been like 
a million dollars to make. So oh, I yeah. So get it. If there's only like, if they go full BBC and it's only like four episodes in the season. The, but the first one is so fucking good. Like, yeah. Could have just stopped right there. Just a 45 it's minute really piece. really good on its own as an art piece. Really as an good. Art piece. Yeah. Um, um, but also then it it does carry into the second episode because we discover okay so i mean people who have watched it people should just watch it because yeah i don't know but you're like allergic to tv and just like listening to people talk um still turn this off and go watch it anyway the only time i'm ever going to tell somebody that turn it off and go watch it yeah seriously because okay was like oh you gotta see this It, it dropped um I didn't even know he had a new thing going on. So I went in completely blind. That's definitely the best way to do it. Yeah. I, I, w- I went in not knowing really yeah. uh, either. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it is better to watch it that way. I think. Yeah, Cause like, yeah, he, um, his production team, I sh- we shouldn't yeah. just say he, I think that's, that's like true. part of, part of like the, the internet spiraling out of control. He's trending all the time on Twitter thing of it is like it, it is a miracle of production i don't think he even fucking talks about it enough in interviews but he doesn't do a lot of interviews so maybe he just hasn't gotten the chance yet um but yes he yeah. his production team insane scene <laughs> recreated like, the alligator lounge which is like a stupid williamsburg yeah. <laughs> um from you know from scratch like matched it in a warehouse like one-to-one like the entire like facade of the building um all of now we're talking now we are just talking to people who have seen it so yeah yeah Um, you guys know you You guys guys know it and 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 it does what i was trying to say was like you there is like a through line that's happening in the season because like there's a whole thing where he moves the alligator lounge into a different <laughs> warehouse <laughs> like from assumably from new york to the other side of the country well, he's like in seattle maybe from from hollywood to oh no it was no it was new york i think it was new york yeah it had because yeah they filmed in central Practice, park yeah oh my god <laughs> or i think it, it might have been a different park but it, it was a new york park for sure and then the, like all these New York scenes. Um, whatever, uh, yeah, whatever unions were working on on that set, like fucking slow clap. Yahtzee baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, we love it. I oh my god. Okay, so yes. art and labor heads might remember that uh, I um, am. Uh, a little obsessed with the Alec Baldwin uh, murder stuff, right. yeah. And um, I, I think I, I think it's an op of some sort, <laughs> but uh, a, an anti-union op in particular. And right. yeah. uh, the Wait, there's again? more. There, well, because <laughs> he it if it if like if the production was following union rules and was you know. Which it, it wasn't because like the person who was murdered, yeah, um, was a part of a, a a group of people in the production trying to um, be in solidarity with the IATSE, the historic IATSE strikes mm-hmm. that were going on at the same time, uh, and uh, you know, if that had been like a properly functioning union set, um that never would have happened that well, that type that level then, of unsafety never would have happened what's like um the purpose so of the op the the op part of that okay that c- it comes in when <laughs> immediately after fa- okay, th- okay listen to the episode at the time because i was definitely more no, I, I about it at the time well no no I no, no, no. I, I, but i i'm <laughs> i'm just saying i don't remember all the details right now but there was like he like immediately was like um kind of pushing more cops involved in uh sets yeah and uh 
that's why I'm like, the cops are obviously a mechanism to uh, quell unions and defang unions. Mm -hmm. So it seemed to me like it was very, very convenient um, for him to be pushing that and, or like people in power to be pushing that instead of being like, uh, yeah, maybe if like, this is what the IATSE strikes are all about, that like things haven't been safe and that things need to be better on these sets and like, all right, we'll put a pin in that. Um, the- you know, and and it <laughs> is related. It is related to this episode yeah. too, Next. right? Because all of like, um, like those strikes did win some historic advances. I mean, it wasn't everything that um, the rank and file wanted, um, but like, um set safety is a huge part feature of these of the this show the rehearsal in particular yeah it definitely feels like the um the crew is more on camera than his previous show um and and honestly I feel very vin- vindictive or, or vindicate. Vind- I feel very vindictive all the time, <laughs> but I feel very vindicated about my position on the Alec Baldwin stuff because on Citations Needed, they just had on like a, a guy to talk about like um, Hollywood depictions of unions. And he mentioned the Alec Baldwin thing and he was like, <laughs> not like as crazy as me being like, yeah. it's, it's a pro cop op operation. Yeah. But um, he was saying, he was saying like similar stuff, like, you know, this <laughs> never would have happened if it was a proper, like, cause that's, that's what they're for. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's to keep uh, people safe. That's the, there's like a, the saying, I've probably said it on here. Every, every OSHA rule is written in blood. All oh, these God, yeah. exist for a reason. Cause someone probably died <laughs> or, or got seriously hurt. Um, that's why you need two guys digging the hole, mm-hmm. two guys watching them dig the hole. That's right. <laughs> and then you just kind of take turns from there. Yeah. And like, and, and the new citations needed, I do highly recommend it. Yeah. It was like talking about how like, it's like making fun of like, Oh yeah, yeah it's redundant to need this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I just say also like in Ridgewood, this shit is incredibly relevant as well because as they are, scaling back the influence of uh, unionized construction crews because they're cheap. Um, a lot of um, a lot of the crews doing work uh, do not have adequate safety measures, even like the most uh, so in in my neighborhood, there's a project called AB Capstone where a worker fell to his death in a construction site. And the oversight like board or whatever went to check it out and saw that there was like none of the necessary safety railings that are, they are supposed to have were right. up. Yeah. And so that's why you need a fucking guy whose job it is to be like, do you have the safety railings up? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> the thing is, even when you have that guy, it barely happens. It, you know, like, <laughs> and yeah, and you might need two. You might need a, that, a guy exactly. watching him. To That's do. why you definitely need the person to push for it. Um, I applied for like a COVID compliance job when I was unemployed, and I got an interview and stuff, but I, I didn't get because I've like not. <laughs> I don't really have experience doing it, but I was like, other than just like being interested in and in, involved in hack, housing activism, enjoying. Switching uh, on companies, yeah, and enjoying, yeah, enjoying enforcing rules, and yeah, that's why you visit the library too, right? You get to go, somebody. It's, I mean, it's true. It's like it's a type. It's like, and this is like my fuzzy. Like you need people who are who give a shit about other other people's safety and other people's well being. Um, Yeah, it's true. Look, I. No, like, no judgment here because apparently I like 
my uncle's favorite story of when I was a kid was that I like smashed these two boys head together when they wouldn't stop talking in a library. So oh, I, love I understand vigilante justice <laughs> and enforcement of, of the, the liberal uh, mindset of <laughs> mindless rule enforcement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, it's, it's, it's this weird, like opposite of like, you know, like, a cop's a cop's job is to make sure that the homeowner is mm-hmm. safe so he beats up the tenant if the tenant is out of line or whatever or mm-hmm. like he beats up the worker if the worker is challenging the industrialist or whatever uh, and that's that is the cop's job um whereas you know a union person it is to make make a big fucking fuss about people's safety and well-being <laughs> and so this was um yeah i i loved how it became an in, integral part of the second nathan for you episode where like the gimmick now has to be that because children can only work so much so many hours of the day um they have to like switch out the kids repeatedly. Um, and I actually did know, um, I don't know, like infants I know can only work half an hour a day. <laughs> Something only like have that. Them. Yeah. So they were switching out those infants. I mean, the, the infant stage was only for like a couple of days probably, but like, <laughs> but I, I think that that was like a really, uh, kind of bringing the drama of the production into it because with uh you saw like you saw a lot of fiddling around in Nathan for you but I don't think you really saw I don't specifically like remember seeing the guy who built or the person who built the like inflatable suit made of that had chili in it which is like one of the oh god the crazy i love that that's like my favorite thing in the entire world um yeah like the, <laughs> you can fill people's cups with i mean yeah ultimately like the ones he does himself he's it's like the, he's putting himself at risk you know he yeah i i think well yeah and i think that one actually they probably did have much more um interaction or like on screen interaction with the the production people who made that object right. sculpt, if you will for a performance if you will um, um i'm trying to find the uh the cover there was like a there's like a big like fancy like profile of him in like in like new york magazine or some shit and there was like one person in in that one from from the Nathan for you days who like claims that like she wasn't like didn't like she didn't fully understand what she was getting into <laughs> <laughs> which is like i mean it's fair i it just it must just be like crazy lawyering like cuz like the he said she said of it was kind of crazy. I'm um I wish I like screenshotted it. For Nathan um, for you or for the rehearsal? No, for it was this was during so this was like Sorry, uh, I think you just said which one of those and I didn't Um Nathan for you. Yeah. Uh I'm seeing if I can find it. Um But um <clears throat> damn, did I miss it? I have to I, I really should have pulled pulled the quote. It was basically like she claims that like there's like an edit of her that um didn't make it into the uh show um where he like makes fun of her and like she was very oh. offended and like well, good they cut it then. I I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like stuff like that. <laughs> Stuff like that makes me wonder. Like and he and then like and the interviewer asks him about it, which is cool. Like I was yeah. I was glad to see like 
him getting like a kind of hardball and yeah. uh um and he is like didn't remember it that way or something which i think is like a really fucking <sighs> lame response yeah i mean and, he like he is very clearly like i think his his talent is that he's very very good at playing the character of Nelson yeah. Nathan um and and i i actually um think he's a lot um like I didn't realize Gilbert Gottfried was the same way where it was that's not his voice um I didn't find that out until he passed away recently um but but he maintained the voice and he never wanted like his his real voice to kind of come out so he was always playing Gilbert Gottfried on everything and I feel like that's that's been Nathan's ball too um but I do appreciate that there's a greater emphasis on, uh, on, on the labor practices, um, or even just the production element of the rehearsal, because like a lot of mm. the magic of it is, yeah, the, the sheer magnitude and the sheer amount of work. Um, and I actually, this was the thing that I was most reminded of. And when I was when I've been trying to tell artist friends who maybe don't necessarily watch a ton of comedy um, is that it really reminds me of uh, this Guggenheim show by Tino Segal, which was in 2010. Um, but it was a piece from 2006 called This Progress. And we actually have, <laughs> I, I had looked it up again because I was trying to jog my memory um, the oh piece God, yeah, was, this article. Yeah, it's it's great. So the New York Times article is called uh, At the Guggenheim, The Art Walked Beside You, Asking Questions by Alicia DeSantis. And it's it's from 2010. And so my own experience of uh, of this piece was uh, you would go in, you would be just like, there was no art on the walls anywhere. You would be walking up the spiral and you were you would get approached by basically an actor um at different age groups so that it was like a kid a teen an adult a, a young adult an older adult i think that was it was like five people or something um and they would ask you questions yeah. about progress and they would just kind of <clears throat> they just kind of would ask you like what you think about whatever uh the only one i really specifically remember was the old woman uh at the very end and she asked me um what's like what's an invention you think will happen in the future and i was like oh i definitely think that they're gonna make glasses that have augmented reality in them <laughs> and google glass happened and then google glass happened <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what joey's um <laughs> joey's music thing is named after that okay dot okay. glass really? yeah. oh my god yeah after I, the like because they've trademarked the phrase okay glass oh god <laughs> um joey yeah, is the realist artist joey's joey is a freak joey needs and, an hbo max oh show oh my god he couldn't he couldn't <laughs> very it's singular artist team. um uh yeah I, yeah like, no it makes sense like because that's like okay so that's something like we we discussed is like oh yeah if people are really like i it makes sense to me that there's like a huge appetite for this stuff because like you know people really like interesting shit people like art yes. and like my argument is like okay yeah if you you like nathan fielder you might like art like you might like just like <laughs> going like going to see a of a piece that is really going to challenge you and really make you think. And yeah, like, I mean, I think this is like the upping of the game with this show is that there's just become more and more layers to the question of like, what part is the show and what part isn't the show? And yes, like infielder. I was I was joking that he invented the ready made too yeah. <laughs> with the alligator lounge. Um, and it's. And, you know, and again, with the the ready-mades, it's similar, like, you know, yeah. like, with Fountain, like, Duchamp gets the credit, but it was, like, a team of people who, like, came up with Fountain and, like, uh, you know. It was? Like, yeah, it was. It was, like, yeah, yeah, it was, like, 
Duchamp and his like friend group, including like ladies who are, you know, never get credited for any of the, their uh, relationship to like Dada and, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I think, and, like, a, and a lot of art, right? A lot of like, yeah. you know, fine, fine art that we see is fabricated by like a team of people. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> classic art and labor. And like, and and like this, the article about the what is the what is the artist? How do you say his name? Tino Segal. Tino Segal. It, it was a fantastic piece. I really loved it. And this is like he he calls his works like constructed situations, and so most of his works are in this style of like hiring someone who is like not like mostly kind of an improv actor. Um, Mm. But I, you know, as we were looking through this um, preparing for today, I, I, I don't know. I had a very like, wow, I'm a dumbass moment because it's, it's a fantastic article actually, because it's straight up just asking all the people who were the actors in this? Like, what was that like? And they were like, well, you know, there were parts of it that were really shitty. And it's like, yes, yeah, another shitty job, like working in the art Okay, world. and this is, okay, this leads back because I did do my due diligence and find <laughs> the part of the Nathan Fielder Vanity Fair profile. Yes. It might feel like we're 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 flipping on a lot of stuff, but it's because we're making a thesis about these two different artists, and everyone's just gonna have to fucking keep up. Um, so yeah, in the in the Vanity Fair piece, um, we're you know, in a situation here. There's people, you know, there's some uh, like follow up with some of the people who were on the show um, as like business owners or whatever. So this one is it says the owner of a house cleaning service, Candy uh, Tapia, is a Mexican immigrant. She was 22 when uh, she was Nath- the business. When oh. yeah, when Nathan's producers told her they they wanted to interview her about how she built her business, she felt honored that someone wanted to share her story and called her family to tell them the good news. But after the producers rushed her through the process of signing a contract, they quote, flipped a switch, she, she said. During the taping, she found Fielder to be rude. He was in character, but she didn't know that. Or that his technique sometimes involved getting a rise out of the subject. At one point, Tapia said he blew his nose in a tissue and then asked her if she would throw it out for him. Quote, you're the help, right? Oh. She recalled him asking her. Oh. And then it says, no such exchange made it to the episode. It was a power move, she told me. He's like, he's like, he's white and I'm a minority and I'm young. She talked to her husband about dropping out, but he still thought the show could benefit the business. When the episode aired and Tapia realized it was a comedy, she was so embarrassed she told her family to watch it. If I had known what it really was, I would have said no. She said, I'm not going on a show voluntarily to be made fun of. Fielder said he was surprised and upset to learn how Tapia felt. It kills me anytime I hear people didn't like the experience, he said. I remember her being very excited about it. He didn't recall asking her to throw out the tissue or calling her the help and couldn't imagine having done that. I don't want to invalidate anyone's experience, he said, but I know the types of jokes I might make. He pointed out that he is the one meant to look like a fool in the episode. I definitely feel like the most pathetic person in everything I do. <laughs> I do. That's such a comedian answer. Good lord! Like, and he's definitely he's got that going for him. Show. <laughs> I'm pathetic. Nathan, if you if you want to be called pathetic all day, give me a call. Yeah. Um, but you got to just like work your way up that ladder. You've got one foot on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. You've like I do, I could person. see that happening. Like I don't, I don't think I believe him that it didn't happen that way. You no, know, I think I, it happened. I think that he, he probably. Well, that is actually very fascinating to me because then this feels like a direct. This show feels like a direct response to that type of criticism. Yeah, it's, we'll see. Oh my god! <laughs> I, ho- I mean, like the. The end of the first one gives me that vibe. Like I told you, I remember telling you this at the time, but like the, the fact that like 
he is like yelled at at the end, even if it's like fake yeah. or whatever. Like they're like, I mean, yeah, it's just so. Well, and that like there's um, yeah, the 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 reveal at the end, and then the um. <laughs> the float chart when he's calling all of the parents of the children yeah. who are playing yeah. the kid to, to that is I mean he's doing like it's like it's showing the compliance good. it's yeah. legally showing the compliance yeah um and and like doing everything up to like a legal point is, is, is very interesting front with people uh there's but, less of that like right Maybe. but like yeah i think i think there's a separation my problem with like a lot of these he's managed to find shows. people who are so unself-aware that they see this situation and they're like yeah okay and it's not because <laughs> there there definitely were moments where like you could tell that like you know dude this is my business this is how i make my money like can you <laughs> I mean, like the people. I don't the, think this is gonna the work. Like. On the show, sometimes, like in, on the original show, sometimes they're like, you know, uh, some, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna cry for the fucking gas station owner. That no. shit. No. Well, like, I don't know, or like, uh, <laughs> that episode is my favorite episode, by the way. The guy with the where the, he brings. Is that the pee guy? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pee, no, it is the pee guy, the yeah. guy who drinks his, <laughs> his grandson's urine. Yeah, um, uh, I think it was, I saw a clip of that, yeah. and I was like, maybe I need to watch this show. <laughs> but everybody anyway. is like insane and interesting if you talk to them. I think, like, yes. the reason why the show gets so much buzz on the internet is because the internet is full of like, full of, like antisocial cretins who like can't yeah. quite figure like figure out how like other people what other people are like or something so this and, yeah the other thing i think is very interesting about nathan felder as a person and a character is that he is definitely like every person i have known in my life who ends up being like a black hole for people's life stories where they they i think like certain people are really good at even if they are very judgmental they're really good at hiding it and so somebody you know, any kind of weirdo sees that, or even just like normal people, like are like, oh, right. this is the person to throw all my secrets to, because they don't <laughs> feel fine with it. <laughs> or, or like, yeah, or like this is like, like that guy, the gas, even the gas station guy being like, yeah, yeah I drink my grandson's pits. Like, it's like yeah. he he knows he he does know he's on TV. Like, he's not yeah. stupid. He's yeah. just like eccentric, and yeah. like you know, a lot of people are like fucking. If weirdos and and, people, and they like yeah. to share their weird yes. they you like to share their weird shit enough then <laughs> if you can manipulate the situation to exactly what you want um and i don't know if the show displays a love for people um oh, that's a great or not a great <laughs> hmm. that's that's I, well, Nathan, for you, I think questionable. I think that the rehearsal does. Um, I think the I, rehearsal loves people more. I think there's something. It is a little more genuine to me. I, I mean. Because the, he's getting people on yeah. board who... Um, are able to because <laughs> it's it is like that's the thing it's nathan for you but it's just one trick one weird trick each time so here's the problem here's the solution we practice it over and over and over again or we test it out we test out every permutation like well uh, so what happened with the um actors who were involved in in the conceptual art piece in this right. article Yes, the <laughs> this other article that we we're also reading at the same time. Well, so what ended up happening is that they were like completely overworked and underpaid. <laughs> the, 
Um, where was the good bit? And um, uh, yeah, came... well, you. Oh, you did you find it? I'm on it. I fucking scrolled away. From well, here, like while eight. I mean, while you find it, I will make my little points about like you know Nathan going up to like the legal line on the sh- on the show and and being completely legally compliant. I think there there is um, a question of if people, the people involved, are being compensated fairly, if they are like the main th- thrust of like the actors on the show, for example, mm-hmm. like if the character core is nominated for an Emmy, would the actor playing core get it or would core get it? Core. Uh, core, core is the main character of the first episode. <laughs> His name is core, which <laughs> is great. <laughs> oh my God. The part where he was too obsessed with <laughs> I mean really the act the actress playing Trisha should be nominated. I thought she was amazing. She was incredible. Uh I hope that Trisha was getting paid well. Well, part of what I think was interest I think like there's also a little bit of the really leaning into uh, bureaucracy for comedic effect. Um, yeah. But I kind of like that. I'm living that now. Now that I work for the state. Um <laughs> There's there's these weird like weird bureaucratic like hiccup things that don't happen in the private industry. I'm like, okay, I get why people uh, make fun of this because it's insane. But also, I'd so much fucking rather have this than <laughs> the stupid like made up bureaucracy that happens. No, yeah. What I love so much about the first episode that I don't think people are talking about enough is mm-hmm. that it is a celebration of production yes. on every level. Yes. It celebrates yeah. the scenesters. It, cele- it's, it celebrates the actors. It's like really, I, I actually, I do feel love for people in that episode. Yeah. That um, is like totally the magic of right. it people who recreated that bar. But I don't know if I feel love for the people who are the the subject of the like kind of reality TV aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um if well because like I think the the real another way that it's a continuation is because as Nathan for you developed it became about Nathan and we're like kind of from we're going along that path again. Like here's here's another way of putting it. Uh, core is still the main character. Core the person, not the actor. Mm-hmm. Gave that episode the entire narrative thrust that makes it the episode it is. Right. Will he get a writing credit? No. But mm. he's the one who brought up the fucking Willy Wonka shit and yes. it's so good and it it's so, so true and accurate. <laughs> And like, and is a huge, like that's, that is the main like arc of the whole episode. And, and that was all from the guy, not from the actor. I heard that, um, total side note that, uh, <laughs> no, that, that, uh, Harley and the chocolate fact, like Willy Wonka was based on this like English company town that actually did make candy. Oh my that god! Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. The Hershey guy, who then I was I was watching a thing about company towns, and mm. the Hershey guy basically tried to replicate it in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, right. Oh my god! And the only semi, <laughs> the only example that wasn't like immediately horrible. So good on him. I mean, I'm sure it sucked. Still, it is. It's horrible, but um, not as like obviously shitty as like the places with town script and company script and stuff in in west virginia anyway um right you're right they won't get they won't get a writing credit and these (laughs) the adults who were doing this piece for tino seagal uh were paid 18.75 an hour and teenagers were being paid minimum wage at 7.25 an hour so this even uh the next line on this on this paragraph, Solomon, Boyd, an eleven-year-old sixth grader, 
at the school at Columbia University, who was one of the oldest children in the piece, said many of the younger ones had trouble with the pace of 40 to 50 interactions a day, 60 to 70 on weekends. Having like an emotional, like thought-provoking conversation 70 times a day when you are- It's emotional labor like on steroids. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, and it's like, yeah, and that sounds even crazier than like certain aspects of like the rehearsal and right. stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's, it's a s- interesting, like, 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 like you said, like, I'm sure it was like really interesting to see. Um, it was, it was super interesting. But it's to like, see. It, it'd be better if you knew that everybody involved was getting a f- a fair wage and a, f- a fair contract. And-, and that's where I was being a fucking idiot at the time and not <laughs> thinking about that at all. It's like, <laughs> you know, literally. sleep no more is unionized. You know what I'm no, saying? No, but it's sleep no more. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, but this is the thing. This, this is, is like... When they're like, this is... That's not a point for unionization. Like, well, Broadway is bad now, but there was a time where theater was good. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, you know, theater—it's a lot more clear what's going on. Kind of, you know, there's still a lot of shit. Like, you know, Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark. Oh yeah. Wait, that's the one where someone died. Yes. Yes, that's right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, like. You know, or like, you know, Cirque du Soleil, that shit, you know, that shit's crazy. I don't oh, know. I don't know anything about Cirque du Soleil. Cir- I mean, Cirque du Soleil, it's just like, it's just like really scary stunt yeah. stuff. But it, yeah, it's a, I, yeah. it costs a lot of money because yeah. everybody's, it's like a, it's a thing where it's like, it's yeah, I want, I want everyone to be safe. So yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. give it a bunch of money. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been either, but I've, I think it makes I've, sense. <laughs> Have I been? I don't think so. I know my mom is obsessed, like fucking obsessed with Cirque du Soleil. Or think about like Kylie Minogue's background dancers in the Aphrodite tour. Like, you know. I don't, I've I've never seen them. Okay. Look up the Aphrodite tour. She has these like background dancers. There's like a fountain and then there's like all of these naked ribbon dancers. Like... (laughs) It, like doing like aerials like over and over again it's so crazy i bet and they were getting paid great because i just want to believe that about kylie minogue uh and she's australian so maybe i i don't know if australians are any more sane than people in the united states i mean a lot of so. a lot of all it like of, of why like certain pop stars like are universally liked is that they treat their people good you know there's a lot of pop stars that are like oh that's obviously some sort of like black like black rock like or (laughs) some sort of other like (laughs) evil mafia money who's funding this person because nobody likes them (laughs) who do you think that is my guess is katie perry uh katie perry bb rexa um uh not yeah. weirdly enough, not Taylor Swift. I would I say, yeah, I would say she's mm, just regular. Actually, that's not true because her parents are like are like literally like Goldman Sachs people. I think she's just like I think so she's like that. She's an op. I think she's like benign for the most part, but yeah, I don't know. Gaga, I've never been a fan of, but like uh, I think that I appreciate. Seems, people what, see. Like, she seems I think that Lady fine. Gaga injected a lot of surrealism into because I feel like I I reached a point in the late 2000s where I had to start watching a lot of 90s music videos because I was like every single fucking music video right now is just people hanging out in a parking lot. Yeah, and the, and there's or no on their stoop. And that's why people, that's, that's why, why happening. I think that's why the gays appreciate Lady Gaga yeah. so much. Cause we all work these jobs. We all work <laughs> like, Oh, you're on the Gaga shoot. Yeah. You know, this, this, and this like, and I think that is okay. Getting to our other potential topic of discussion, Beyonce in Bushwick. <laughs> um, Which I, I think 
I didn't ever since you mentioned it. I didn't look it up again. So There's nothing to, to look up because it's all gossip and speculation. Like nothing's yeah. confirmed. So she, um, she showed up in like a Zentai green screen. It's outfit. she showed it up in like a a Candy Muse style candy, like like, yeah, right. uh, like I don't know like green outfit. Uh, um, with like a big puffer jacket, but I, I think there's going to yeah. be some digital effects added to it in post. Like it's going to like, it's going to look all glitchy or some shit. Um, I don't fucking know, but like, it'll look like those subliminal videos that I was, I sent you that are just blingies with music. You're probably right. It's going to have a QR code on it. Yeah. It's going to be selling Bitcoin. I'll link in the description what I'm talking about. <laughs> New art form. I've become interested in that that just takes blingies and makes them new age. Um, but it's like it's obvious her people have found. Oh, they know. Like, I mean, like, look, they know. here's my like Bushwick. Come on, um, my <laughs> the the one time they shut down my block for filming, we were like, yeah. "What is it for?" And they were like, "It's for girls." We're like, ew. Um, and then we found out, and I never watched the episode, so like still unconfirmed, but I have the feeling it was there was an episode where apparently she accidentally does crack in Bushwick. <laughs> oh my god. On my block. <laughs> and that was like ten years ago. <laughs> like, so I it, just yeah, I was I just a hot point. It was pushing it to say that you were gonna like yeah, oh my god. Yeah, like Bushwick was already a cocaine town by you know 2012. Like Yeah, calm down, seriously. Yeah. Like if, if you honestly, yeah, you're more likely to find crackheads in fucking Manhattan and working at Wall Street. You're like, more like yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Regalo and Happy Fun, yeah. like, are, like, surround – like, my theory – this is my hypothesis. So, yeah, I'm going to fucking wildly speculate. And I'm normally right when I do this, so everybody chill out. Um, uh, My hypothesis is that, like, Beyonce or Jay-Z, one of their, like, money things is, like, probably held up in one of these, like – there's at least six of them surrounding um, Regalo and Happy Fun. They're like these giant luxury oh, towers. Yeah, like what they tore down the KFC for. That's right. And then they That's kicked right. out a bunch of uh, people. Um, uh-huh. Oh no, that was sorry. That was when they were fixing the tracks. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, the, that the tracks, shit. So that, That's the city being yeah. complicit in like yeah. fucked up like yeah. manifest destiny shit, where they're like eminent the eminent domain people's homes. Yeah. Um, and then give it to developers often, private developers. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean like it's, it's like that part of town that got famous for music stuff. Um, Silent Barn was also in that vicinity. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I was part of Silent Barn at the time when all of these luxury towers were going up and many of them tried to, um, use Silent Barn in their like uh, promotional like, material. Yeah, in their promotional material. Wow. And the nerve. And we had to, like, at, like as a group. We had to cease and desist them. We're like, yes, do not use our name. Do not use. Uh, Keep our name at your fucking mouth. It's you know, it's like you know, we're still a problem, but it's like I don't know. At least yeah. like we were, we did stuff like that. I don't know. You were rude. Then, then the um i don't know like one of those buildings uh had that like popular like it rookie magazine it girl oh yeah like was give I, what was her fucking name tavi. jesus tavi tavi correct tavi garrison tavi was given gevinson gevinson was given a uh a free apartment in exchange for posting <gasps> about it on instagram no. So, you know, a lot of these wow. celebrities wow. are do are basically Instagram style shills of one thing or another. So that you makes know, me feel even stupider for feeling intimidated by her when I was 18 and she was 12. Yeah, piece of shit. Like, yeah. Okay, great. You're great at being used by people in power. Cool. Great. 
gross great job go back to school you shouldn't be being being exploited by the fucking media industry like this like god it's a child labor issue just be running your blog it's another fucking child labor blogs are a child labor issue straight up (laughs) children on children on social media is a child labor issue straight up sorry i got a couch and i have to I have to immediately get on her ass. Oh, I can't she's her. She's on it. I see it. Yeah, she. <laughs> Sorry, it's a Sarah's. Right now, I'm gonna smack the shit out of her. If she scratches the couch. She. No, she's allowed to be on it. She just can't allowed scratch to be it. on it. Yeah, yeah, okay, of course. Yeah. yeah, you can't be scratching my shit because I just. It's true. I just got it. It's um, a great couch. Thank you so much. I was you're you're a real um, fashion influencer and apartment I influencer. You're running a fucking fashion blog over here. That couch is <laughs> secondhand West Elm, and oh my god, they sprayed a lot of Febreze on it. So I'm excited to find out what that that Febreze is covering. <laughs> is like the truth. Will, the truth will come out. The truth, the truth will, will out, be uncovered. I'm ready. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like this is. I, in- I'm. I'm. I was wildly speculating about Beyonce and Jay Z's holdings, yeah. but these are like two people who have Obama level clearance, like and billions yeah. and billions of dollars. And yeah, I'm not like a fucking scholar, so I don't know exactly what type of money they're in. But this shit, like with the Bayhive. Like working within the PR world, all of that shit is completely um, uh, malleable. And like you, I almost feel like they don't even need like what I what I feel about Beyonce going in front of Regalo is um, like that's actually a great reminder that hey guys, um, you're the tastemakers. It's so true, dude. What I used to tell people when I was like 23, um, I mean, because it, it, I felt it very much. If you're a 23-year-old in New York, it was like, oh, I'm deciding what's cool right now because teenagers look up to 23-year-olds and 30-year-olds feel old. So they're still looking at the 23-year-olds. Oh, and, and then – all of these celebrities are just I'm and like abstractly you always know that that celebrities are just kind of mining like street fashion and things that they're not creating any of these trends themselves um but it's it all was, little it aggregators watch it happen and then to watch it um to watch yourself age out of that sometimes some people don't uh they're able to kind of stay stay on the beat 50-year-old club kid, same haircut. I love them. I Yeah, I have a lot of respect for people who are able to, uh, like, able to continually respect people who are younger than them because that's something that I always, like, I always thought that uh, that would be very easy, and then it actually ended up being kind of difficult. I mean, you know, there, there's tons like, of people who are just, like, who just hop from scene to scene and are, like, abusive pieces of shit. Yeah, no, I – but, but, but what I, like – you know, but there's it, definitely people but, who are like who've been in it and been respected and respectful for yes, decades. Exactly. Yeah, they exist. Um, respect, respect your youngers. I don't believe it's in true. advice, but like respect your youngers. Respect their weird taste in music if you think it's dumb. Anyway, no, that's that's like but really. That's, but that's what Beyonce is doing. Like Beyonce's not yeah. the one who made Regalo cool, but she's not doing it enough, is what I'll say. As the um, president of the gay union, yeah, she's not doing it enough. Um, and like, you know, what did what did Regalo and Happy Fun get out of this video? Like, should if they're if they are a featured part of the video, um, should they be compensated? If you know, I feel like, like they probably right? were a little, but. And I don't even know how much more crowded those places could get, honestly. 
I mean, it's like you, 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 you spend, you spend years, you spend like, you know, maybe seven years of your life telling everybody Regalo has the best green sauce. It has the best green sauce in the whole city. And then Beyonce comes out as the green sauce. Yeah, exactly. Like start to (laughs) steal Linda Felcher's joke. (laughs) Really killer green sauce. Um, It's so good. And like... You know, if the worst that happens is they their prices go up three dollars, <laughs> it is always a scandal when their prices go up. But you know, the chips are still free. Fucking anyway, yeah, chips are, yeah. <laughs> if chips are no longer, that was Linda's other like, joke. Actually, oh. did you see Linda? I'm stealing all I of Linda Belcher's material. <laughs> we'll send her a couple bucks Patreon money. <laughs> I'm I'm printing a bunch of shit for her for free, so oh, it's, okay. all, <laughs> it's all now cosmic. weird exploiters. Everybody go to her Kate Bush show. Oh, um, there's one on Friday, and I think there's another one later this month or late or later in August. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, she Linda Felcher, OG Kate Bush queen, the OG Kate knows Bush. all of Wuthering yeah. Heights dance by heart. Yeah. Um, study you know, with martha grant like <laughs> you know talk about fucking you know you got to be a real freak to to know all of the the actual dance um yeah like and like take the time to learn that and like that should be rewarded not like the you know not like the fucking same queens that get all the same gigs every single fucking time and they're like oh i made a kate bush number because she's popular because netflix right now nuh-uh not interested. Aw. <laughs> I'm I think it's fine. Go to discography. But that's the game. Go to Every- fucking Iowa about it. This is New York, bitch. Like, come on. Celebrate the queens that are studied in their particular fields, you know? More you know, we got specialization know here. We got like fucking we have the real shit here. <laughs> That's this is what society was for. Highly <laughs> high specialization. Yeah, highly specialized, specialized drag numbers. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. I that, that's like link in the description of um the Simone. Stop. Do not scratch the couch. Sorry. <laughs> link in the description for Linda Felcher. Link for, in the description Linda. for maybe that show. Was there a recording of that show that was just the entire? hounds of love album oh my god when now, was that two years ago one year ago one year ago Jesus. i i so i've been to a couple i went to one like linda has multiple numbers like she has wuthering right. heights she has um she has a babushka number where she's dressed as like uh yes. the baba obaba yeah. from spirited away yes yes very um good. what's that song from the dreaming where it's like or is it the dreaming where it's like get out of my house um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and and there's like a donkey sound i can't remember what song that is but uh linda has a whole puppet <gasps> house that she made for that one with a Fuck. with a donkey head yeah link <laughs> to just linda felcher's work check it yeah. out uh I think, and I, and I know she did another she, during Digital Drag. Beyonce, she did another hire one. Linda Felcher. It is called "Get Out of My House," and it is on the Dreaming. And I am a real fan, so <laughs> <laughs> my worst karaoke performance of my entire life was to "Hounds of Love." That's fantastic. Voice shaking through it because it was the first time at like in a bar setting instead of a private room. Nobody knew the song. But yeah, I mean, it's also not just Linda. <laughs> Linda's just the queen I know. There's like, there's yeah. does like a dozen drag queens that are I like, you Linda are on... specialized in this. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's my attention that... economy take for yeah. Kate Bush has a lot of attention right now. Beyonce coming to Regalo is proof that uh, that kids like you're the one calling the shots right now. I mean, it's so true. We called the shots. We, we like, are we're the happy fun generation. It was us, dude. But we did okay. all that. That's fine. And we have I'm a certain responsibility. I moved. I wrote an essay on why I left New York. 
I left New York. It's material. Like, I left New York because I'm fucking broke. That's because I need a job. Because I need a job. Um, I took I took a job. <laughs> but um, why I took a job? <laughs> why I took job? Why I decided to um, make of agreement with an employer from in exchange for my labor. Why I decided to to work for the Guggenheim for fucking eighteen dollars an hour. Oh my god. Oh my god. How much money did Tino Segal get for that show? Well, honey, you want to be an actor, you know, you should just take whatever, you know, you want to do plays. This is kind of like a play, just, you know. <laughs> like a play. <laughs> it's like improv. It's like the you know, we sent you, you to improv school. Being like 9 years old <laughs> and having to like talk to strangers all day for 7.25 an hour if you're even getting that. Imagine I guess or, the teenagers were getting seven twenty five. So imagine being sixteen. I mean, if they okay, but if they loved it, if they loved it, then they're gonna have a great acting career. It's so uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> or they'll become a politician. Or they'll know. become a politician. <laughs> or they'll get scared off of acting forever. But it's not even like it's improv. And it's not improv. It's sleep no more. And it's not sleep mm. no more. It's it's art. It's art. Watch Nathan uh, Nathan Fielder's new show, The Rehearsal, on HBO Max. <laughs> this has been a paid ad for HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't fucking pay for it. Jesus. If you need help not paying for Wait, it, let me, let me know. Actually, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll let you guys know. The stream site that I'm using... <laughs> these days is oh good uh, we need this info out there it is one movies hd.com great so just don't click on anything put your don't ad blocker click, on yeah. put all, every every anti-cookie thing put yes on. yeah practice good uh yeah. web security web um, hygiene yeah you need good web just do a little watch Think a couple of videos <laughs> anti-tick spray <laughs> um is that did we hit all the points we wanted to hit jesus i think this is it i mean we, fuck, did, it. we did it we did it somehow um, we we wrote a great essay and um and people love our show and support us on patreon about it so thank you everybody leave a pineapple in the comments if you made it all the way to the end nobody ever does dude i know they don't <laughs> that's okay <laughs> No, they sometimes they do on Discord. Let's have fun, guys. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.